sits on a smoke cloud, thinking out loud, trying to be strong. Hey. Oh, hello, hello. Peace and blessings, <laughs> Queen. How are you? Yes, peace and blessings to you as well. I am very well. Amen. Very well. How, you're here in New York, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, how you doing with all the snow that we've been getting all of a sudden? I'm fine because we're inside <laughs> anyway. So it ain't like we outside having to travel to work or be on the move and on the scene. We stuck in the crib anyway. So just looking out the window like, ooh, that looks nice. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. We needed it. We needed yeah, it. yeah, it's all good. It looks really nice oh my and God, so white outside. White. Yeah, I know. Well, again, it looks beautiful from the inside. Correct, correct, <laughs> correct. So, welcome to the bigger picture. I can't believe that I have, I have multi-platinum. Amadeus sitting in front of me that I get to chat it up with today. I feel so blessed. Seriously. I feel blessed. Seriously. I feel blessed. We feel blessed oh, together. Oh. I'm honored to be here. You've been doing amazing things, and it's all about the bigger picture. You know what I mean? So, we're yep. here. <laughs> now i mean i have done a lot of research and even before the research i mean you and i you know we're around Absolutely. the same age <laughs> so i have been a fan of your work i have a lot of respect for your work wow, and you. um i know your story and uh i know that you know you have uh been a musician pretty much your whole life since a Absolutely. child yes and uh, so I'm going to have you tell those watching a bit about the background. I know it, right. but I want you to tell the story. And then I have a question for you. For okay. okay. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> uh, first, first off, thank you for everyone that's tuned in. Thank you for joining us, you know, for this bigger picture conversation. Um, as, as the queen announced, <laughs> my name is Amadeus. I am a multi-platinum bad boy hitman producer, blessed to produce for over 100 major artists, to name a few, J-Lo, French Montana, Wiz Khalifa, Little Mo, Tyga, Chris Brown, Trey Song, CeeLo Green, Remy Ma, Papoose, <laughs> Fabulous, Davies, Young and May, ESPN, Stripe, BET, VH1, MTV. Also, Trey Song's is music director, tour drummer for the last 14 years. Uh, Dre's nightclub, number one hip-hop nightclub in Las Vegas, resident drummer. That, I got to say all of that stuff, so when you hear the story and you, and you hear what it took to get to that point, you know, there's a level of respect and appreciation and admiration for what I had to endure in order to be able to say respect. all of those things respect. that I've mentioned. Um, so to the story, born and raised in the Boogie Down Bronx, you know what I mean? Uh, pr yes, proud sir. Bronx King, 169 Washington Avenue to be exact. My block is called the Nine. Um, and just kind of just to skim through the story. Um, fourth grade, I was able to learn a musical instrument uh, that in musical instrument was drums. Shout out to both of my parents, mother and my, my mama and my, and, my, my, and my father who uh, sacrificed and sent me and my siblings yeah. to Catholic school, which is why I was able to learn a musical instrument. So I'm grateful for that. Uh, that instrument was drums. Uh, never touched drums a day in my life. Never had any dreams or desires or aspirations to be a musician. I just loved music. I just loved hip hop, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I get into the classroom that day. The teacher is like, I'm going to play a pattern. I'm going to go around the room to see who else can play the pattern, right? He did that. Right. Went around the room. Every beat pattern that he played, I was able to play. And it was kind of a like aha moment because, again, I never touched drums, never any instrument. And he's like, have you ever played drums before? And I'm like, no. And he's like, 
well, I guess this is a, you know, God-given <laughs> gift and talent that you have that we have awakened. And that was the moment. And for me, even though I was able to do it, I still didn't have any love or passion mm -hmm. for it. I think what excited me, and you're going to laugh about this, is the fact that everyone in the classroom was amazed, mm -hmm. um, especially the young ladies, you know, which I was excited about. <laughs> so the fact that all of, all, of the, all of the girls was like fans and like excited to see what I was doing on the drums. That's, that's what it was for me. Um, yeah. Well, hey, whatever is going to inspire you, right? Whatever is going to keep you motivated. <laughs> hey, man, you know, I'm going to tell you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, man. You know what I mean? That's so, right. That's 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 what excited me um fast forward my mom you know took me to a different church and in this church uh it was a woman pastor who was amazing at the time and there was just a church filled with young people and i've never seen that part you know it's always young people in church like growing up but we would be falling asleep would be kind of like tuned out not really pay attention but yeah. everybody everybody at this church was involved you know, whether, whether it was okay. the choir, whether it was, you know, the band, everybody was involved. And I liked that. But mm -hmm. it was a it was a black king that looked like me that was mm -hmm. on the drums. And me mm -hmm. being from where I'm from, I never seen that before. Everybody that the drum teacher showed me, you know, didn't mm -hmm. look like me. And I know you know what I mean. Didn't look, when I, didn't look yeah, like me. Yeah. So it really wasn't appealing to a young kid from the hood. But when I seen someone that looked like me you know, play the drums the way they did, it just got my right. full undivided attention. And it was like an aha moment, like, yo, if I apply myself, if I practice, if I take this seriously, maybe one day I can sound like that. And that was right. the moment when I, when I really truly fell in love with drums and, 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 and the instrument. And shout out to the one and only, my bishop, my pastor, Pastor Michelle White, mm -hmm. rest in peace to her, um, who opened up that door for me. As a musician, I remember walking into right. her office uh, and wanting to be the drummer at the church. And she's like, well, you can't be the drummer at the church because my son, shout out to my brother, Soup, is the drummer already. So I have a drummer ready. I came in there like, no, I want to play drums right now. And she's like, right. no, no, no. We have a drummer, but I'll allow you to be a percussionist, you know, and okay. percussionist is kungas and bongos and cowbell and right. chant, right. you know, yeah. everything. Yes, everything to mm -hmm. accent, to add on, to add color to the music in other areas, mm -hmm. right? And she allowed right. me to be a musician and she hired me fully. She put me on payroll and I was like 15, 14, 15 years old. You know what I mean? So I was super excited. And that was where I really developed as a musician. Um, and, and later, of course, it turned into production because drums and beats had everything to do with production. And then I kind of tied the two in 15, 16 years old, fell in love with it and, you know, started having those dreams of being successful and touring and performing around the world now, what did you start out what did you start out on making uh, beats um whew. i started out on because me and me and my big brother soup steve soup white were partners at the time and he had an, an insonic it was an insonic keyboard um that was a workstation which you were able to make and build the beat in the in the keyboard right so you were loading drums you were loading all of the sounds and samples and create so that was the first thing I touched after that was a Roland XP 50, um, which was another, <laughs> you know, keyboard workstation and shout out, yeah. shout out to, to one of the most amazing musicians of all time, uh, Derek Gabo, uh, who was the minister of music at that time at my church, who also uh, went home to be with the Lord. May he rest in peace as well. But mm -hmm. he let me take that keyboard home.
would be like showing him how to use his keyboard. <laughs> like it was wow. crazy. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know what? You get a young mind wrapped up into something like that. I mean, they're going to break all the rules. You know what I mean? They're just going to go. Right. And that's what it sounds like you did. You know, it, now, oh, as a child, who, what other drummers were there that really influenced you? You know what I mean? Um, I listen like I'm talking again, about like, I mean, like as a teenager, as you're like getting older and you know what I mean? And understanding, kind of right. And, um, I loved, and my brother, my big bro, Steve, uh, Sue put me on a Dave Weckles. So Dave Weckles is a, an, an extraordinary jazz drummer. So I fell in love with him, pause. Um, Dennis Chambers, um, Vinny, Vinny, Ca I'm probably going to tear his last name up. Vinny Cayuta um, <laughs> was another drummer that I looked up to. Um, there was some Steve Gadd. There were so many different drummers that were really dope. Um, and you know who really stuck out to me? I didn't really know who he was, but just realized the funk that he that he had. Um, and I don't, I don't even remember his name. Um, James Brown's drummer. James Brown's okay. drummer. And I'm pissed we'll that I, I yeah I gotta look that up so that I can I can I can know that king's name because man you talking about funk Whew. funk yes Whew. yes you know so those are those are some drummers that I looked up to but but again the the drummers that I witnessed like Steve Sue White and and um, mm -hmm. Jeff Davis you know the church musicians and the drummers that mm -hmm. you know we looked up to from the church um, Gerald Haywood mm -hmm. you know what I mean and. Uh, Jeff Leslie and just you know some of the the drummers that were from New York that were yes. really dope you know um so many man so many man Mike Clemens yeah just mm -hmm. I can go on and on and on you know it was just amazing mm -hmm. to see wow now I know that you as a child went back and forth well you didn't really need to go back and forth you made your decision to do drums as opposed to another instrument now <laughs> because of uh acts like the black violin that's out right now. You know, they've been kind of like making waves. Do you ever look back and say, man, maybe I could have done the violin? You know what I mean? You ever look back at that and say, maybe? I mean, not just, I mean, you're so accomplished in your drums and in your drum making. So, I mean, and I, no regrets, know, but I'm I saying, you know? I love the question. You know, I, huh. I don't think I would be where I'm at today if I chose that instrument. And it's no, you know, shot to dif disrespect to the instrument. I'm just talking about as a producer and- Oh, Clyde Stubblefield. Yes. My partner, he's a Clyde hey, Stubblefield. Yes, Clyde <laughs> I gotta memorize that, man. Clyde Stubblefield, yes, 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 yes. Thanks, partner. <laughs> is that Ben, is that Ben that wrote that? That's Ben, that's What's Ben. What's up, Ben, what's up, King? <laughs> uh, I, yeah, and it's funny because I didn't choose the violin, but then I I did I did go with the name Amadeus. So it's like, so many, I know, you know, I know. What I mean? like, <laughs> but nah, I felt like I needed the drums. The drums had to be the in order to for me to be me today. The drums mm. had to be the foundation. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think if I would have chose violin you know, what I may be successful in a different area and we may be right. having this conversation, but I think it would be from a different lens. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I just, I just think it will be from a different well, lens. I'm a dad's playing on Broadway think, and you know, like yeah, that type of stuff. What do you think, what do you think it says though about our culture that, you know, 
it was like, without a doubt, like, no, I didn't want to be seen at the time, of course. Yeah, Great, yeah. it was a while ago. But still, I didn't want to be seen at the time because people were going to clown you. People were going to tease you. It was going right. to be a bad look. Right. You know, what does that say? What do you think that says about our culture? And how far do you think we've come since? Oh, I love that question. Um, And it might, you know what? I love that question. Um, I just think it might have been more personal, you know, mm -hmm. like really something that was in my head um, and, and, and not even from a negative space, but just like at, when I thought about that instrument in fourth grade, I didn't see it as a masculine mm -hmm. instrument. And obviously, right. Right. you know, that there's a ton of ignorance in that. But we're talking about a kid that's from the hood, that's from the Bronx, you know, fourth grade, that it didn't seem like a masculine instrument to me. So it was like that part. And then the fact that I already had to dress up to go to school was another thing right. that was annoying. So it's like, OK, I'm a, I feel I, you on that. I went to Catholic school for two oh, years. So you know. I feel you. <laughs> I had no, to. Man. I used to try to roll up my roll skirt, up skirt so it wasn't so super long. <laughs> what school you went to? I went to St. Mary's. I Where went was to that? St. A place called, it was Catholic. Oh, yeah. it's not. It's not in the city. It's not in okay. the city. It's up okay. here in the Burbs. It's up here okay. in the Burbs. But okay. I did. I, my parents did the same thing. though. they sent me to Catholic school for a few years so that uh, you know it was just better for me at the time because. They didn't want to see me get into trouble. Right. Um, you know, here. living in the Same neighborhood here. we lived in, they sent me out of the area to go to school for a few years to get my act together. And uh, so I understand the whole, you know, get up that you had to wear. Right. <laughs> I had to walk through different neighborhoods to get there. Yeah. And you so already know. I get no it. Way. <laughs> no way was I going to have those tight slacks on, those shiny shoes, <laughs> that shirt and a tie, and then a, a Heart shape. And then a little while ago. <laughs> like, that's just no, asking for no. it. That's just saying, hey, everybody, come be my ass. That's what that's saying. I know. And, but that's so sad, though. You know what I mean? That we had to think that way. And that you would even have to think that way. You know, right. it is what it is. Right. That's what I mean. That's why I asked you about our culture. But you now know today, what I mean? like, what do you think today is a different thing. You know, so I love that you it's asked different. that question because it's something that, you know, we can all be proud of in regards to expression and being free for everyone yes. to express themselves how they want to express themselves, whether it's yep. music and instrumentation, whether it's sexuality, you know, sexuality, yep. whether it's what they yep. decide to be referred to as, you know, it's, it, we've come a long way, you know what I mean? And it, you know, yes. and, and, and so it just shows so much growth for the world, you know? Yes. Now you have worked as you tried to run down your list in the beginning. I always forget. So many artists. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I mean, the. I guess the better question is, who haven't you worked with yet? <laughs> That's a good who question. haven't you worked with yet that you want to work with, right. more importantly? Um, Jay-Z is definitely on, that, on the top of that list. Now, we, we I've toured with Jay-Z, uh, with Trey Songz. We mm -hmm. opened up for Jay-Z on the Blueprint 3, so I can kind of include that, but I'm talking about from a production standpoint. So Jay-Z is at right. the top of my list. Rick Ross, um, Mario. Rick Ross. Huge fan of the uh, R&B artist Mario, man. I just love his tone and voice yeah. and, and looking forward to possibly yep. working with him. Um, always been a fan of the uh, gospel group, female group, Mary Mary. Love them to life. Love Mary Mary. Um, mm -hmm. Kurt Franklin. Um, Lady Gaga's really dope. Usher. You know, Beyonce. You know, usual suspects. You know what I mean? But then you, yeah. you think about yeah. a lot of the newer artists that are that are definitely rocking. Right. You know, the baby. I like the baby. I like Little Baby. I like Meg, Meg The Stallion. 
Um, so there's a lot yeah. of you know newer artists that 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 are also dope. That's that's not you know Migos got my attention. That will be dope to yeah. work Big Sean. So I got a long list of people that I haven't tapped in with, and you know hopefully that time and opportunity will present itself, and I'm gonna be ready for show for show. I'm sure. I'm sure. I have no doubt. I have no doubt. Now, thank you. Through the years in the industry, uh, like with any successful person, you've heard the word no a lot. I'm sure. A lot. And, you know, sometimes our no's aren't celebrated as much. Right, right. Uh, but they are, they are what make us and what take us to where we need to go. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, what's the biggest no that you've ever encountered? in your life hmm. what's the biggest no that almost that almost made you feel like i don't know should, should i keep doing this right have you ever had a moment like that um hmm. i can't say it was a big no that discouraged me um like one particular situation i think mm -hmm. And I'll say it like this. As a producer, I feel like we're, uh, we're in our profession, and I'll mm -hmm. argue anyone, I feel like we're told no the most. Right? Really? And I'll explain. explain. I'll, I'll explain. Yeah. In a day, in, in a good work day for me, I can possibly send out maybe about five, ten folders of music to various artists. So say, that, you know, say for instance, you know, folders, um, folders including like I might put like a, a, a 15 tracks in a folder and send okay. it to Fab. Okay, so yeah, okay. you know, and, and I and I and I um, what's the word I'm looking for? I create each folder or each fo folders, each artist folders separately, meaning I cater it to that artist. So I don't make one folder smart. Smart. and send it to everybody. It's like, nah, you mm -hmm. might not like that so i'm gonna customize there it is that's the word i'm looking for so i customize it customize. according to the artist um mm -hmm. so imagine me sending 10 to 15 artists a folder with 15 to 18 to maybe 20 tracks per folder right okay so if i send that out today and let's say mm -hmm. a month goes by mind you i do this on a day-to-day -day basis but i'm just choosing one day so okay one day, 15 folders, 15 beats in each folder. A month goes by. I haven't heard back from any of those artists. Nine wow. times out of 10, wow. th th that means, you know, obviously something wasn't chosen from that particular folder, right? So again, right. that's being told 15 times, mm -hmm. 15 to 20 times by 15 different artists on each of yep. all the, of every one of those folders that I sent, you know? So think about if I'm doing that on a daily basis, if I'm making three folders, five folders, six folders, you know, let's say if 25, 30, 40 folders is going out a week. You and, have to be incredibly confident. Incredibly, right. your, your uh, what's the word? Your uh, resolve, your, you, it just has to be incredibly strong. Yes. Yes, because I can, I can, yeah. I can get no response on that, right? And that could be, I don't know. Like I said, one day is fifteen tracks, fifteen hours. We can do the math. Like you know, like say for instance, if, if I'm if I was told a month, no, a thousand, oh. fifteen hundred oh. times. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So that's yeah. that's why I say like as a as a producer, we're to me I feel like we're told the most because we're always pitching, always pitching tracks and beats and ideas to numerous artists. And if they don't take those tracks, then we got to work, 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 and then send them a new folder in hopes of maybe you picking one so, from that folder. You know. So question: How many times have you had to tell people no? Because you have to. You know what I mean? You gotta. It's not about necessarily who's telling you no you got to also tell people no you know what I mean because you can't pull from every cup or every glass or whatever you know it's like you have to be able to say mm, yeah nah it's not gonna work right <laughs> and um yeah go ahead. no no good good I was gonna say and where, and where in your career were you able to start telling people no did you start telling people no right from jump or did you have to wait a while yeah, and I like how you set that up, too, because that's the case where it's like when you're trying to break into anything, whether it's music or whatever you're doing, you know, you got to get your foot in somehow, you know, you got to get your mm -hmm. foot in some way, you know, so sometimes it may not be what you want it to be or how you would want it to be or how you would want it to go. How you envisioned it. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, you got to get in, you know what I'm saying? And then you got to get in and you got to earn your stripes. You got to pay your dues, you know what I mean? You got to yeah. show yourself worthy to be recognized at a certain level and to be paid at a certain level. So it, it, it takes time, right? The, now, the blessing for me was that my first placement, official placement released was Foxy Brown on the Cradle to the Grave movie and soundtrack. Oh, forget it. Forget about it. So you, know, so. <laughs> you make it moves from the time you walked in the door. Yo, so <laughs> now, now here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, Queen. is like, Yes, that was my first placement, and that was monumental and major, right? But we got to think about what it took to get there. Thanks. You know, we got to think about all of the moments of me in the studio, my personal studio at the crib, and making beats, making beats. We got to talk about losing friendship because, you know, they wanted to hang out and be cool and do cool young kid stuff. And I'm like, y'all go ahead. I'm going to stay behind. Thanks and work on this mm -hmm. music, you know? So I've lost friendships. I've lost, you know, my little young girls, you know what I'm saying? Me dating and having girlfriends and all of that. Like, nah, they want to go to the movies. They want to go bowling. They want to go out on a date. They want to go to eat. <laughs> Not sit there and watch me make beats, you know, all day. So, my so wait a minute. On. Let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. You started playing the drums. Ladies were loving it. Oh, yeah. But then you couldn't go nowhere. <laughs> Because you had you were focused. Well, here's the wow. Other thing. So all right. So so here, now, here's the other side to that, right? But my uh -huh. my parents, man, to this you know, I, I, and I get on them about it to this day. To me, were some of the biggest haters in the world. Because <laughs> yo, they won't let me do nothing, yo. <laughs> oh no. Yo, they That's... had the kung fu grip on me as I'm talking about as a youngin, and it continued all throughout life, like. I couldn't go nowhere. I couldn't. The only place I can go was church and school. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Thank God, you know, I was in an all boys high school, so that sucked. So I had to really enjoy myself at the train station, at the bus stops on the way to and from school because it was the only where, place where the girls would reside, you know. And then thank God that, you know, the Lord had it so that the women was at a plethora, you know, at the <laughs> church, you know. So God was good. You know, God was all, there's always women at the church now. There's always women at the church. So thank the heavenly Lord that, you know, he ushered in the room, the women in, at church. Because my parents, man, they won't let me go nowhere, yo. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's pretty funny.
Yo, now, man. It's, look, it's funny all now. All these years <laughs> in the industry. I <laughs> all these years in the industry, I hear you speak of your parents, right? I hear you speak of your parents. So I know that they already must be a grounding force in your life. Absolutely. I can tell that spirit, that God is a grounding force in your life. I can tell just by your words um, and your actions, of course. Thank now, you. is there something that you do to remain grounded in this industry? Is there anything that you do? I just think it's all of the teachings, you know what I mean? It's all of the teachings and how I was raised and like you said, how I was mm -hmm. taught by, of course, both my parents, you know, with the Kung Fu grip, but you know, they, they wanted more for me. They wanted the best for me. And at a, as, a, at a, as a kid, when they're saying, no, you can't go out and hang out or you can't go in front of oh. the building or you can't go um, stand on the corner, like you don't understand that. You just kind of want to be cool, just like everybody else or what you think is cool, you know what I mean? But not knowing that those decisions saved my life. Those decisions made me focus on me becoming who I am today. So, you know, I'm grateful for them. And then, you know, like I said, my pastor, my bishop, one of mm -hmm. the most amazing beings that God has placed in this entire world, man. And, and she just really molded and shaped me as a being, as a man, as a king, you know what I mean? Of really showing how to be a man. You know, even though she was a woman, she was able, mm -hmm. from a woman's point of view, teach us how we should be as men and what, you know, they look for, oh. what you, what you, can you hear me? I can't, you're breaking up on me a little bit. You can, check, it's been, it's been one, breaking two. up. Yeah. I, I, I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay. Um, it's, like, it's like freezing. It's freezing. Uh, goddamn yeah. Wi-Fi and snow and all that stuff that's going on out there. Um, sorry about that. Can you hear me? That's okay. It's not your fault. Am I coming through okay now better or? Yeah. It's, I think you're coming through okay right now. Okay. You seem um, to be but, okay. Okay. But yeah, my pastor, man, just just amazing just amazing and just really instilled so much in me from a musicianship side but then yeah. also you know like i said as a man so yeah i think i know that my gift is, is comes from god and i know he blessed me with this gift and i know that in, in any moment it could be taken away you know what i mean so i always want to carry myself a certain way i always want to show love and respect to everyone you know what i mean mm -hmm. and 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 that's that's what it's supposed to be you know so as long as i have breath in my body I'm going to mm -hmm. always remain this humble being because just like God gave it to me, man, he can take it away. And it's not about me being that way, fearing that I can lose it all. It's just cool to be. Like, it just feels good to be a good person. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I don't want people to think I'm just saying, oh, I'm, I'm like this way so that I could remain successful or remain blessed. It's like, nah, I just want to be a good person. You know what I mean? Because when you're a good person, man, it's it's just it's just it's just a blessing, not just for me, but for others, and it, and it's, and, and you get it that back through. in return. Yeah, it comes through. I see it. I see how you move. I've been, you know, I see how you interact with your supporters, with your audience. Um, I see how uh, even in interviews, I've just watched the way you know, just the way you interact with people. You are a very positive person, you know what I mean? And, and it ripples out into all your relationships and, and, uh, and work and personal, I'm sure. So yes, you know, you're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, which producers influenced you, if any? Who did you listen so, to? So many. 
so many. Um, man, growing up, Puff Daddy and the Hitman was my favorites. You know, that was a dream of mine to become a part of that, you know. Um, Dr. Dre, uh, Rodney Jerkins, um, Neptunes, Kanye, Just Blaze, um, so many, man. Um, Classic. Yeah, it's, it's, I can go Swiss, um, Timberland, so many, man, of people that just were really, really, really dope. Jay Dilla, you know. Mm, oh, Jay. Mm, yes. um, Q-Tip, you know what I mean? Like uh, Shahid from, from Tribe Called Quest. So, you know, Quincy Jones, like I can name oh, so Jones. many he's that crazy. has paved the way, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he was brilliant, you know? Absolutely. He's brilliant, he's brilliant. Um, now, I mean, golden era of hip-hop. You just went through, like, the whole... <laughs> And it's so oh, many. Yeah. It's so many. I probably missed too. But it's like hard, like remembering and naming everybody. You know what I mean? Because there's so many. Right. Little John. Like it's so many. Jermaine Dupri. Like Jermaine Dupri. Yeah. You know Brian yeah. Cox. It's so many. Like you know we can go. I could, we can do this all day. You know. So Missy. Missy Elliott. Like oh, Missy Elliott. I mean, she's she was always so innovative. I mean, she came out of the box like that. So now with. From the golden era until now, techno technologically, especially for instance, streaming. So many things have changed. You know what I mean? We didn't have streaming. We didn't have like, any of that back then. None of that. The internet, nothing. So, <laughs> none of it. None of it. You know? Uh, so the hustle, the game has changed. And how has that affected your business? Um, pros and cons. You know, just just like any just like any anything in business, you know, it's pros and cons. When things change, or no worries, or, or we evolve, you know, it's good things about it, and it's not so good things about it. You know, um, I think to kind of like go back to where I where it started for me, I think the moment Pro Tools came about was like mm. cool and dope, but then for but. producers, we was like, <laughs> this ain't it, because you would have moments where like an artist would pick a beat and they would buy the beat and they would go into the studio and they work on it, right? Now when they Pro take the Tools stems came, and they mash it Pro up like a snow globe. Yo, when Pro Tools came, it was like, all right, we like this beat. Let me see how I do with it first. Let me see how it goes. Mm -hmm. And then we'll see if I'm going to buy the beat. You know what I mean? And that was kind of a way where it's like, bruh. Now, yeah. people are, like now, now, like people are having rehearsal on your beats. You know, not not no a pro tools is here. No good. Oh, hold on one second, princess. The the thing is on the TV out here. You gotta turn that off. One, two. Are you on Roblox? No, no, don't go on Roblox because I think the Roblox slows down the, the, the internet. But cut, turn it on. Dad, like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> how old? <laughs> she's she's eight. I almost said seven. She would've, I would have gotten in trouble for saying that. Yes, she's you would have. I have a nine year old, so I understand. <laughs> and my, my, son, my son is online right now watching um, live right now. Shout out to my prince. Prince AJ is on here right now, tapped oh, in. He's, and he's what? 15. 
Yeah, he's he's on live watching right oh. now. Yeah. Oh, is he? <laughs> yep, he's on. My prince. I love you, son. Hi. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into the bigger picture. <laughs> Word. I'm, I'm going to watch you, Dad. I'm going to watch Thank you. Thank you for sharing your dad with me <laughs> and all the viewers. <laughs> <laughs> but um, now there have been countless producers, artists that have come and gone over these almost, what, 20 years. Right. What was the biggest mistake that you saw someone make that ended their career? Dope question. Um, you know, sometimes, and for some of them, it wasn't even about them doing something to end their career. It was just like maybe the love wasn't there anymore for it, or um, maybe they got comfortable due to the success of maybe a song that they produced. You know, it, it like mm -hmm. th people people have different reasons, or you know, their why is different in regards to why they do this. You know what I'm saying? And for me, out the gate, it was always love and passion for me. Like, I didn't know that this could be a career for me. I didn't know that. I just did it because I loved it. And, and as I went on, it was like, no, you can really do this, do this, and take this seriously and become a career and, like, you know, provide for you and your family and kids, 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 kids. And I'm like, oh, all right, cool. That's what's up. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But I just think it's about, you know, some get comfortable. Some have okay. a level of success and then kind of want to bask in the obvious like, of that okay, success. You know, which is cool. You know, you do want to celebrate monumental moments and everything like that. But, you know, there's always something more to do. There's always more work to be done. There's always so much more to accomplish. So it's like, why stop there? You know, why not outdo yourself or outdo that last song that you made? So it could right. be from that, that lens. It could be from a lens of business. Maybe they didn't handle the business right. Maybe they didn't have the right team around them, whether it's lawyers, whether it's managers, and they were done dirty. You know, and 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 were were robbed and lost out on millions of dollars, and then just kind of from that experience wanted to walk away from the game. Besides, and having to end up going to jail, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's different. It's different. It's different reasons. You know, it's different reasons. And you know, just to be transparent, I've had moments where I'm like, you know, do I want to do this anymore? Or you know, mm -hmm. is this where I want to be? And it's never the music that you know, discourages you, you know, the music is what drives you and what keeps you going. Um, mm -hmm. But I Love. think, it's the, yeah, but I think the business and the politics of the business can become discouraging, you know, at different mm -hmm. times, you know, when you know you have great music and when you know you have greatness to offer and people are not tapping into you, they want to tap into a specific artist or producer or crew or team based up, based off of their popularity or based off of their success with other records and just kind of everybody want to go over there but you know not realizing that there's so many so many talented people in the world that are very talented that just want to make music that that don't get the opportunity to do so based off of politics you know so there's a bunch of different things that that go into that that play you know play a part in that that play a part in that yeah so your longevity what do you think sets you apart my what hustle my hustle, hustle, my hustle, like my, my work ethic is, is for anyone that know me, know me, like it's really hard. To, and, and I'm not saying it from a, you know, braggadocious spirit. It's just facts. Like I, I'm pretty, it's very hard to outwork me. Like, you know what I mean? It's very mm -hmm. hard to outwork me. When you think about the amount of placements that I've placed, you know, the, 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 the records that are out. And then when you think about, no, nah, I don't have no manager. No, nah, there's not no team around me. It's just me. Like, that's making all of this happen on my own. And when you think of that and you're like, really? And I'm like, yeah. So 
if I can do this on my own, imagine what it would be like if the proper team or I was surrounded by the proper team, you know what I mean? And the right representation, mm -hmm. which I'm working on right now. I'm, I've, I've done it myself for so long that it's hard. For I don't see any grays. What? How do you not have any grades? You've done all this by yourself. Seven hundred and fifty, <laughs> six hundred. I don't see any grades. Oh no! All <laughs> this right here, this gray, all of that right, this right there. Thank you. I appreciate the love. You know, I, was, I don't buddy. see none. I don't see. I'm looking and I don't uh, see nothing. Oh, it's there. It's there. <laughs> it is there. I, and I'm not even well, ashamed, man. I'm not even ashamed. I'm no, grateful. Well, whatever grades you have. You've earned them. You know what I'm saying? Like your stripes that you earned in the industry. All this right here. All this right here. Look at your little, little, little salt and pepper in there. It's salt and pepper in there. <laughs> it trust me, it's there. Oh, my. It's now, there, you know, I, I have watched countless interviews over the years with you. Wow. Can you, can you share with me a funny story? An exclusive funny story. I don't want to hear a story that you've already told somebody else. Right, because you because you was on top of your game. <laughs> um, I would like to hear a funny story, just like maybe something that happened backstage, something that happened on the road. You know what I mean? <laughs> um. Hmm. Gotta give you one. Never heard. Like, I gotta, gotta go. I gotta go into the, you know, gotta go into the vault here. Into the here. memory bank. <laughs> um, man, can okay, never fell off the drums. Thank God. Um, um, <laughs> thank God. I'm trying to think. Anybody ever fall off stage? Uh, well, Trey. Anybody? Trey kinda, Trey I don't kinda, know. Yeah, Trey, Trey did fall off stage. He did? He fell off the stage? He did fall off stage one time, oh. and it was epic because we were on tour. We were in Baltimore, and we were playing the band out the intro to the show, and your boy was mega hype <laughs> and came running out and slipped right off. He didn't hurt himself no, enough. Oh, no. Because he's like, anyone, anyone knows Trey, he's super athletic, so he didn't, like, hurt himself. <laughs> But he definitely went flying off. And we thought it was a part of like the joint. We like so we were like, oh, let's jump train with some like new jump off the stage joint. All right, cool. Like, <laughs> looking through, I'm looking over the drums like are we like to keep the song going? Like what <laughs> and the band is looking at me like Oh my like, gosh. Keep playing. Oh my you know, gosh. Whenever, he, whenever he returns, maybe we'll start it over. We'll see what the vibe is. I don't know, but that's happened. Um, funny. I, I'll tell you a time when I tell you a time when I kind of got in trouble. Oh, okay, that's cool. Um, we was in Some Atlantic juice? City. We was in Atlantic City. Uh, Atlantic City performing, and Kevin Hart was Kevin Hart was there. And he kind of surprised, mm. he was, you know, he didn't let Trey know that he was there. Mm -hmm. And so Trey's performing, he's doing his thing, and Kev starts coming out, like, you know, like dancing and sliding his way in. <laughs> and I'm laughing, and the band's laughing. The, the audience is, like, 
bugging out. And Trey is just a singing and has no idea. <laughs> and then Kev just rolls up to him and then he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> Yo. In that moment, it was cool and it worked out. Trey uh -huh. was livid, yo. <laughs> oh. He was livid because, you know, one, I'm the music director and I have a microphone that goes to, that he can hear and that the band and everyone that's working the show hears from me giving out direction and, 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 and orders and different things. Um, so he was upset that I didn't let him know that Kev was walking out on stage. Oh, you didn't give him the heads up. Yeah, and it's never happened before. You know what I mean? So I don't know. To, I'm thinking you were in on the joke. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I didn't know. You know, I didn't know to do that. So yeah, it was a moment, man. Like soon as that show was over, they was like, "Trey, want you in the dressing room?" <laughs> Oh, and I didn't no. know it was like I didn't know it was like an issue. I just was like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm thinking like your show is fire. Like you know, he was like, bro, uh, like so Kevin Hart coming out there, man. You ain't telling me he was coming out. I ain't no, no, no. I was like, oh my bad, G. <laughs> you know, so that was that was a moment. That that sounds like a moment. That sounds like a like you just want to kind of like shrink into your clothes. <laughs> that was a moment, and you know, and that's one thing that people don't you know I, I wanted to tell that you know purposely because people see things you see shows you see productions you see you hear songs but you don't know what goes into it to make it successful and make it great and the parts that people play in order for it to come off in a great way you know what i mean so the yeah. amount of times like that i've gotten it's like, yeah the, it's like the, the amount of times you can't see the person <laughs> You know, the amount of times that I've gotten scolded and yelled at, you know, throughout the years, it's epic. But that comes to the territory. You know, no one is perfect. And, you know, we, you know, we, we all, you know, obviously, you know, work towards figuring out on a day-to-day -day basis. And, you know, we're all working towards perfection. And we want, everyone wants perfection. Everyone wants excellence. You know, and you can never be mad at that. You never can be mad at someone wanting the best out of you and out of them and wanting you to push them, you know, to be the best. You know what I mean? Indeed. Indeed. Now, and you talk about performing and such. What's the biggest uh, arena that you've performed for? Man, in and New York. Yeah. In, in New York. Uh, I'm a New York Giants fan. Um, so in nice. New York, you know, it's monumental. You have to be. You have to be. You're a New Yorker. You're a true New Yorker. You can't be. You're not a know, Buffalo man. Bills fan. You're not a. <laughs> nah. You got to be a Giants fan. That's it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think, you know, that's a, that'll be a good argument because some are Jets fans, some are Buffalo fans, oh. you know. No, no, no. I grew up in a Giants household, period, in the story. Like, right. yeah, my dad's not having it. I don't care. After all these years, my dad is still a Giants fan. He does not play. Oh, yeah. And oh, he yeah. would disown Fast. me. <laughs> he would disown me if I, if I said any other team. <laughs> Yo, real, real tough. It's, it's real in the field, man. Um, it is. It is. So yeah, that. <laughs> so, so to be in New York City, that was a moment. Now, and we played that arena. I think about four or five times for Summer Jam with Trey. Um, and I think it holds about fifty to fifty-five thousand people. Um, you know, so that was monumental. Um, not the biggest venue, biggest venue, but monumentals. I gotta say Madison Square Garden because. You know, me growing up in New York and that being one of the places that I've always wanted to perform mm -hmm. in as a young kid from New York and from the Bronx, to be able to perform that arena is epic. Um, I think the biggest crowd 
we've performed in front of uh, was in Australia. Um, oh. There was a, yeah, R&B Live. And I think we played about 88,000 wow. people. And How many? It's 88,000 88, people. 88,000 people? Yeah, that's big. That's you big. Know? So, that's a sea of people. Yo, yeah. it's just like, it never ends. You're like looking out into the yeah. crowd and it just like never ends. And that How long rough, was that flight? Um, about 20-something hours. About 22, 21, 22 hours. It's crazy. <laughs> Because you, you go to sleep, you go to sleep, you wake up. And you wake up? You're still in the air. You watch a movie, you look out the window, you're still in the air. You watch another movie, eat, eat lunch, wow. fall asleep, wake up, you still ain't there. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I ain't going to lie. That's so but a worth lot. It. But worth it. But worth it. Worth it? Oh, yeah. yeah Australia is an amazing, Australia is an amazing place to visit, you know, if you have the opportunity to visit once this pandemic clear up and we can get back to living and being normal again, that's a place you must visit. You know what I mean? You must visit. Culturally, was it like over there? I know they have like the Aborigines and such like, you know, did you have a chance to experience anything culturally over there? Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, like you said, it's a mixture of so many different nationalities and, and, and styles and, and mm -hmm. food and, and everything. Mm -hmm. What I love is how nice they are over there. You know, they're, mm -hmm. they're just, it's a it's an energy like New Zealand. It's just an energy that exists. They're so open. They're so welcoming, mm -hmm. you know, to you. Where it's like we were going through the airports and didn't have to do certain things like for security. And we're like, really? And they're like, yeah, just go ahead. I was like, oh, <laughs> like we could never wow. do that in the States, but cool. And it's just like a no. sense of freedom and no. a sense of trust you know, and, and guards down that they have. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it's cool, but it's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, I have this, maybe a couple more questions for you. I don't want to take we up did. too much more of your time. You have been we absolutely did. amazing, though. I tell you, you are just one of the most humble, down-to-earth people in the so much. Seriously, that's Thank why you. you continue to be a star. You have real star power, seriously. Thank you so um, much. Now, artists, when how do you go about looking? Do you ever look for artists that you want to work with? Or what strikes you? Like, if you see an artist you want to work with, like, what is it about them that strikes you? And how do you go about working with them for people that are aspiring? Right. I, I think to me, what gets my attention immediately is the love and the passion. And that's something that you can see immediately. Like if an artist is on stage and they're getting ready to perform or about to perform or started performing, you can notice and feel immediately like, yo, they do this. Like, and it's not even so much from a talent thing or a talent sense. It's more of like, yo, they really love this. They really do this. They really eat, sleep, drink and, you know, dream this. And this, and this is what they reality, what, this is what they, you know, what they want to do in, in life. And you can just feel that, you can just sense that. So that's one of the things I look for. Second, um, authenticity, man. Um, mm -hmm. So many creatives are trying to be other people. And it's like, why? Like, yeah. your superpower is the fact that no one else is you. So why would you want to be someone else? Like, why not just give us the authentic you? share the authentic you right. with the entire world like this is what we need this is how stars are made and born when people just be themselves whether you know the world hates it or love it it's just like well you got to respect it because <laughs> he or she is being themselves so that's, that's another right. thing that that's i look right. for third i think you know it's about shooting in the gym it's about being prepared 
and really working towards developing your craft, meaning rehearsal and, and you know, pu putting a really dope show together, you know, and, and, and when you get on that stage, I know like, yo, he or she really put some time in, put weeks in, put hours in preparing for that performance mm -hmm. versus just getting up on there and just yelling you know, across a microphone, right, running up and down right. the stage, like, okay, <laughs> anybody can do that. I'm not, I'm gonna ask you, I just thought about a question I was going to ask you, and I was like, no, that wouldn't be nice. No, I'll tell go, you what it is, go, you go, have the go, answer. Go, no, go. <laughs> I was going to say, what is the absolute worst <laughs> experience that you've had when somebody was auditioning, let's say, or wanting to work with you, and <laughs> you were just like, Nah, this, never in a million years. This is not gonna happen. <laughs> but never mind. You don't have to answer that though. I don't. No, I will. I mean, <laughs> I get all type of stuff, man. I get all you know. What what, what grinds my gears? Okay. Is when is when people tell me, yo, they the the next this or they the next that. When they tell you what? Uh, when they tell me they're the next this or they're oh. the next that. I'm the biggest. You know, I'm the next J Cole. I'm like you know, hove ain't got nothing on me or like, like what? It's like, because when you tell me that, you, it forces me to, to really set the standards really high. Mm. And mm -hmm. nine times out of 10, you're not going to meet that standard because of you setting it so high. Like you, you comparing yourself to Jay or you're the next this or you're the you the hottest person in New York City or the hottest person in Miami and all of that type of stuff. Mind you, you know, you go to your page, because, you know, nowadays, like you said earlier, streaming and the numbers, is, this is where we are in the world today, where people look towards those things and decide on whether you're dope based off of the type of support that you have. So yep. it's like people have 20 followers, you know, and like two and a half views on YouTube trying to tell me, you know, they the hottest in America. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then the other thing that grinds my gears, well, but you got, you would... got me started now. You got me started now. What happened? Other, I said, you got me started now. The other thing that grinds my gear is when everybody, when people be like, yo, let's work. Let's work. Yo, let's work. Let's work. And it's like, first off, respectfully, like, do you know who I am and like my resume so that you know what you're dealing with here and 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 who are, who you're dealing with here so that you can approach the situation accordingly from a business sense like right and i work with anybody you know and, and i'm not you know the a-hole that's going to charge an up-and-coming artist from new hampshire you know what i would charge a chris brown or trey songs because it's two different situations you know chris and trey have the backing of a major label they have a bank yeah. behind them you know what i'm saying you as a major artist, you may work at Walmart, but still trying to mm -hmm. pursue your dreams. And I'm down with that. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, yep. you got to come to me correct. And you got to come with a business mind and come and be transparent. Yo, I only got a stack on my day. It's no disrespect. You down? Honestly? Yeah, let's work. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody, every because I, I know what it is to want to wanna work and want to do things and want to accomplish things and not have no support or people not willing to work with you because you may not have as much as someone else may have. I don't operate like that, you know? So when you be respectful, you handle your business, you be a man or woman of their word, and you come to me properly, man, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll work it out. We'll make it happen. And I don't have no A, B, and C, D, yeah. E, F, G beats. 
everybody get the same level beats. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it's my brand and it's my name that I'm putting that out, putting out there. So I'm not gonna give you something whack and attach my name to it. Nah, you're gonna get the same heat Chris Brown or Trey Songz are getting. Right, right, right. What up, sis? You know, my sister's on here. What up, sis? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the family is out tonight. The family is out. I see that. I see that. Thank you for stopping by. Hey. <laughs> Thank you for the support. Um, now, uh, one thing, you know, it's funny because you're such an innovator. Uh, you're such an original. You know, you're who you are. So I would think that somebody that says, oh, I'm the next J. Cole, I'm the next person, I'm the next this, I'm the next that, they're setting themselves up for failure with you in particular because that's not who you are. You're not right. trying to be anybody's next anything. Right. Out the gate, you've always been this innovative artist. You know, right. so you, I would think, would expect other artists that you're going to work with to have that same frame of mind. It's like, you know what Absolutely. I mean? You've got to be on the same wavelength, Absolutely. you know, in order to make it work. Absolutely. So, but yeah, oh my gosh, this is like, yes, he does. He does the best <laughs> interviews. Man, I don't know about the best, man. I don't know about the best, but you know, we doing, we, I'm doing it right over here. I'm doing it right over here. <laughs> <laughs> so what can we expect? What can we expect as far as some new material from you? Yeah. What you got in the works? Come on, I want to hear, I want to know. Working. I'm working. I'm back. The king is back. Listen, man, 2020 tried to take me out. I ain't going to lie to you. I ain't going to hold you. You know what I mean? Um, but 2020, 2021 is here. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling great. I'm in great spirits. You know, most importantly, physically, mentally, spiritually, inside, within, within me. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in great spirits. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm happy, man. I'm happy. I'm at peace. And I'm back. You know, I'm back to normal. I'm back to that creative person. I'm back to the love and the positive energy and the great vibes for everyone. Um, back to the hustle and the bustle, you know. So, got some got some records in in, in the works. Um, Jordan Sparks, um, Lloyd, um, Ti. Uh, who else am I missing? My sister Pearls. We're working on my sister's uh, music. Pearls is coming. Um, a lot of teaching, a lot of educating. Teaching. You know, um, partnering up with different schools and different organizations. Uh, PS Fifty Five, Windows of Hip Hop. Uh, I'm actually speaking at NYU uh, next wow. week, you know, next week. So, you know, just, just giving that, giving them gems and being a blessing and inspiring people to go after their dreams, yeah. you know, like how I'm doing, like how you're doing, you know, so, you know, we, we doing what to do. I'm back, man. I'm back full, yeah. full swing, full swing. And well, shout, out, shout out to you. I wore this shirt. Shout out to you. I wore this shirt for the Queens <laughs> of the world. You know what I mean? I, sh I wore this shirt oh, for the, the representative the queens of the world. Um, this is Angela Davis. You know, yes. you know the amazing work that she's done. Shout out to my brother uh, Heritage. Shout out to the queen, queen goddess, um, who created this amazing masterpiece. I just, I, you know, I know I was coming in, coming, coming on here with you, queen, and I wanted to represent right for all of the beautiful black queens and all kinds yes. of queens. No matter what y'all, black, Asian. Hispanic, you know, Italian, yep. white, yep. Australian, Absolutely. you know, we all won. We love every single one of y'all. And, you know, I just wanted to wear this to, to celebrate all of the, all of the Queens, you know, I of see the world, you. man, you know? I see you. Well, thank you so, so much. I can't tell you how grateful I am. Like I said, little old me over here. That nah, you, you working. I'm proud of you. 
and talk to me. And I I am obviously not disappointed in any way, shape, or form. I knew you were going to be a great interview because you have a light. And uh, I see you shining out there. Thank Still you. shining. Thank you. And Even I appreciate moving. you having me. I can't wait to hear me. this new music. All right? Oh, man. So is there anything oh, else man. that you want to say? Um... I want to thank you for having me, you know, on, on the Bigger Picture platform. You know, for those that are tuned in, I reached out to this queen because I saw her doing amazing thing. You know what I'm saying? I, I was like, yo, can I be down? Can I be down? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? Let's so <laughs> You know? So salute to you. Salute to your amazing platform. Salute to Ben, you know, and everything that you guys are doing yes. at the magazine. Um, hopefully we could do something. We, we, we could do something via print, you know what I mean? And yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know Let's what I'm saying? Let's do it. I like you the magazines. It. I like the magazines, you know. Um, but thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, shout out to everybody that tuned in. Sending yes, love and positive you, energy everyone. to everybody. Um, it's been some tough times that we've been living through. Um, but if you're still here, you know, count your blessings. Um, you know, celebrate your loved ones. Love on your loved ones. You know, and just go after whatever it is that you want in life. You know, time doesn't wait yeah. for anyone. Um, life doesn't wait for anyone. Um, so it's about getting to it and it's about getting to it right now. So hopefully this conversation was inspiring and encouraging and a blessing yes. to you. Um, and again, Queen, thank you again for having me. This was definitely a dope interview, dope conversation, yes. just like I knew it would be as well. Cause I've seen your work nonstop mm -hmm. and, um, blessings to everybody, man. Happy Friday. Hey, yo, you saw that yes. video? <laughs> <laughs> My Lord Jim, my Lord Ace Ventura jump, you know what I'm saying? You know what yeah, I mean? that you literally, I was laughing out loud, literally. Yeah. <laughs> I found that video on my phone and I was like, yo, it's Friday. It's been a long week for everybody on here. You know what I'm saying? Everybody in the world, why not me just post something that can, you know, possibly put a smile on everybody's faces and just kind of give a moment of, yo, this guy's wild. You know what I mean? And that was the exact yeah. goal. That was the exact vision, and I'm glad it worked on you yes. <laughs> and everybody else <laughs> that enjoyed it, man. So much love. Much love to everybody. Yes, much love to you, too. And, yes, thank you, everyone, for tuning into the bigger picture. And um, we will be back. And uh, stay up, stay focused, stay blessed. And uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Out. One. She is love. She finds herself flying alone. She is but a strange bird wanting to belong. She is a black dove blue song, but all she finds are dead and plates.